Let's get to talking more about the Cricket World Cup. You might be aware that New Zealand beat Afghanistan, a fourth big win for New Zealand. They sit on top of the standings, four wins from four on eight points and have the best net run rate as well, sitting at 1.92. India can join them on eight competition points if they beat Bangladesh overnight. Uh, would take something to uh, knock New Zealand off top spot on net run rates. Uh, South Africa, Pakistan on four points, two points apiece for England, Bangladesh, Australia, Netherlands and Afghanistan and Sri Lanka uh, play three, lost three. All is looking pretty for the Black Caps. Let's catch up with the man who's played at a number of World Cups, played in under a whole heap, our dearest friend, Mr Chris Harris, who I can see on our little cameras. Good to see you, Harry, mate. Good to see you too, buddy. I was just saying to Louis how much you're looking like Frank Novello these days. Very distinguished. <laughs> Is that a good or a bad thing? I think it's a good thing. I think he's a good-looking man. Oh, well, I hate to fly in the face of public opinion there, uh, Harry. Um, how so good are come. these... Oh, mate, I, I asked the question at the top of the show. Um, they do it to us every World Cup, don't they? I tried to temper my own expectations, but this side, you're a big part of it. Such an extraordinary record at World Cups. Eight semi-finals and 12 appearances prior to it. Now, four wins in. I, they're dragging me along almost to Hope Street again, Harry. They're doing it to me. Yeah, I know, I know the feeling. You've just got to look at what we've got coming up, though. It's a, pretty, it's a pretty tough finish for us. And if you look at some of the sides like Australia and Pakistan, India, South Africa, I mean, we've got to play some pretty good sides who are going to be perhaps having to look at us to try and beat us to give themselves a chance of getting through to the semi. So, um, yeah, it's got to be a tough road, and it's been a brilliant start. I'll tell you what, even last night, that Afghanistan side, on their day – because of their slow bowlers, their quicks are bowling quite well, and if their openers fire, they're a dangerous side. Fortunately, um, we fought back really well, and um, two guys that we probably wanted to get runs in, Latham and Phillips, to see us through to a great total, and then knock the top off, so we made it easy. But I, I still think they're going to upset some other sides. I think they're dangerous. Yeah, they really are. And they had New Zealand under legitimate pressure, Harry, when they picked up... Uh you know, a, cl- a clutch of wickets in those middle overs. It looked like it was just starting to turn a little bit, hold in the surface. Uh, but guess what? New Zealand respond, big partnership between Phillips and Latham, and then they kick on to actually thrash them in the end. The, the game was in the balance 25 overs into the New Zealand innings. Absolutely was. And it was, yeah, I think we, we really put, we got ourselves back in the game in sort of the late 30s, and then we put the icing on the cake. When we got through to 280, I just knew that was going to be too many. But... As you said, Afghanistan had us in a – they could have easily bowled us out for 220 and that would have been a total that would have been very difficult to defend. So, um, no, I was just really happy because, you know, Phillips and Latham both needed to score some runs and it also shows if our top does fail, we've still got that stability in the middle and lower order, so it was nice for them to get a run. But, yeah, I turned it on and we were 108 for one and recovered and thought, oh, this is great. And then I thought I was watching the highlights because we lost three wickets and nine balls. <laughs> that was concerning, but yeah, for those and, guys and Rashid to come still had, and Rashid Khan still had five or six overs up his sleeve at that stage. Yeah, well, and you know all of their spinners are, are dangerous, and, and their seamers are bowling well as well. So that's why I think you know they're, they're they're a dangerous side. They just lack depth with the bat. I mean, if their top order fail um, fires, it, it gives that middle order a little bit of confidence to come in and put the finishing touches on. But I don't think we're going to see any or too, too much heroics from their middle to lower order. So you're tempering expectations. You're telling me to calm down, mate. Still a long way to go. Take a big breath. Have a pause. 
Yeah, look, I'm with you. I mean, we, we get dragged along. And look, New Zealand touchwood generally turns up in World Cups and, and we um, we play not, not necessarily our best cricket, but we play the cricket that's needed to be played to get us through. Um, you know, obviously, the one thing that we've never done is, is won the final. So, um, well, we technically never won it. We sort of have, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So um, I'm sure this, uh, this team just looks... Um, such a good all-round team. And if you look at the likes of the people, I think you were just talking about it before, that aren't playing, you know, on the sideline. You've got Tim Southey on the sideline. James Neesham, who, you know, delivers in World Cups with, you know, bat and ball, and he's been involved in some of our previous heroics. Um, so, look, I really like the, the, the all-round ability of the side and, and the options that we have. Yeah. Lockie Ferguson, back bowling fast, taking wickets. Wow, what a timely return to form because if you just plainly look at the numbers for the last couple of years as far as his individual production, quite down on it. And having him firing, that, that's not it's, – it's the right bow, isn't it? Absolutely. I mean, having Lockie in the team bowling 140, 145 plus is excellent. I mean, he picked up, I think, three wickets last night against Afghanistan. I'm – not holding my breath, but I want him to deliver a performance. No disrespect to Afghanistan, but I want him to deliver a performance like that against one of the, I guess what you'd say, top-tier nations. Um, and when he does that, then I'll feel a little bit better um, about things. Uh, but I'm really delighted yep. with his rhythm and his speed. But I just really want him to, um, one, more probably for his own confidence, Oh, I think he's a real confidence bowler and and he'll get confidence out of his three for against Afghanistan. But I think if he can bowl a, a good spell putting a top-tier nation under pressure, that will make him feel better and me. When you think of the, the best 11 for whatever game it is, it, it's about horses for courses, right? Like, There's not a clear first 11. Like, it's, 12, it's up to 15, isn't it? Like, I, I look at Chapman, you can replace him for Nisham. Uh, is that how you feel about the squad? That Basically, I, I guess what I'm rambling on about here, Harry, is there's, there's no real, real weakness. No, absolutely. You could pretty much pick any of the 15 and, and, and be happy. As you said, it's going to be horses for courses, depending on conditions. The only one, obviously, the um, shining light who's sitting out, who hopefully will be back at some stage, depending on his thumb, is Kane Williamson. I mean, he's you know if he's fit, then obviously he's got to be in the 11. So that's probably the only one that, you know, who's sitting out at the moment, who we would love to have in. And he, he would have been perfect um, in that environment yesterday where we just needed someone to settle in. And, you know, we lost one, two, then three. You, you want to avoid that happening. You're always going to lose wickets and, and limited overs games because you're, you know, you're taking hopefully calculated risks. But we, we, we've got to avoid that situation where you lose three like that. I thought that was, there was a couple of, Bad shots. The batsman will argue that the ball was there to hit and they just didn't execute. But I think in that situation, particularly when we'd lost um, Ravindra and then Young straight after, I think we needed a little bit of consolidation. But to be fair to Daryl Mitchell, he's in great form. He plays positively and that's the way that he, yep. he'd, he'd argue that that's the way he puts some pressure back on the opposition. Uh, you could see how devastated he was that he got out because he knew it was at a bad time. And it was a ball pretty much that he should have put away. So, yeah, I, you know, I'll give, him, I'll give him my grace for that. But just, in, you know, going forward against these top-tier nations, we just can't afford for that to happen.
He has scored so many runs for New Zealand over the last couple of years. He can afford the odd slip up here or there. Did your heart break a little bit for Kane Williamson? You know, Grant Elliott and I have been joking on the Saturday session, you know, it's the, the doomsday clock, the Kane o'clock, 90 seconds to midnight. Like, just to get back on the field was a hell of an achievement. And then, just to get no luck. It's just not right, Harry. Oh, it's just the way the cocky crumbles sometimes. It's so frustrating. You get an injury, and, yeah. and like you said, he's recovered faster than anyone would have given him any chance to do. And then just a silly little thing like that that just knocks you back, something you wouldn't expect. You you know, you heard he's gone off injured, and you think, oh, no, it's it's the same injury. But I, I saw the replay, and I thought, <laughs> as harsh as this may sound, and to be fair, I saw it in slow motion, I thought he could have done a little bit better to get his hands out of the way. Oh, to be fair yeah. to him, I think he'd sort of turned, because he knew that it was probably going to hit him, and he looked as though he turned his eyes away. But I just thought, you know, as I said, I saw it in slow motion only once. It just looked as though he he almost let it hit his hand, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah, there, and, there, and, then there's and, the, the bad luck of hitting the one part of the club that doesn't have padding. Yeah, that's that's probably his argument. He knew it was going to hit him, and you know, going to get hit on a part that's padded, you think you'd be okay. But <laughs> obviously, the run he's having, he's just got to try and avoid any situation like that that he can. Oh, brilliant. Uh, other key storylines, when you look beyond New Zealand at this tournament, um, you know, it's really disappointing the crowds for a lot of these games. It seems ticketing prices completely out of touch for the local market. ICC, uh, BCCI will have a lot of explaining to do if it carries on like this. But between the lines, when you look at the other nations, what are the big talking points to you, Chris Harris? There's so many. Australia, I think, have been pretty poor throughout this tournament. Their, their batting hasn't fired. Their bowling's always going to be reasonably good. But I think... Um, their batting's been really poor, but, you know, they're too good a side not to bounce back, so they're dangerous. I think India are playing as we'd expected at home. They're looking formidable, and um, you'd have to say on current form and what we've seen, there's a pretty good chance that they're going to be obviously in the semis and probably one of the finalists. Pakistan, um, a little bit like Pakistan, hot and cold, but they've got a phenomenal bowling lineup If they get it right and the batters fire, they're extremely dangerous. Um, and probably another wee surprise for me is the inconsistency um, of England. Um, yeah, so I think, again, they're dangerous, but I just feel they've, I don't know if they've lost a little bit of confidence, but they just, for me, don't seem to be playing their best cricket. And obviously that was um, e- even more shine in the light when um, they lost to Afghanistan. Yeah, interesting. Great to have you on board, Harry. Really do appreciate your time, mate. I know you're busy today. Thanks for, for stopping by having a chat to us. Start of the domestic cricket season, Plunkett Shield tomorrow, Harry. Are you playing club cricket again this year, mate? No, I'm giving a wee breast because I'm going to do a little bit of commentary with you, hopefully, Daniel, and, and watch the world of cricket. So much happening. But, no, I'm excited that the Plunkett Shield's kicking away. I think Canterbury are up in uh, up Wellington way. Um, so lots to look out for. I mean, it's just well, it's just sports heaven at the moment, isn't it? It's just so good to be involved with SNZ, with what's going on with the Rugby World Cup, Cricket World Cup, domestic cricket. There's just so much happening. It's it's phenomenal. Yeah, dare to dream of two world titles, right, Harry? Dare to dream. You know what, though? Yeah, we say it every year, but I feel like this is our best chance. I really do. Um, I think the All Blacks are firing at the right time. Uh, I know I'll get told off for saying this, but I... I can't see us not going past Argentina. Um, and I think if we get to the final, uh, I've just got really good things. So I think the All Blacks, I've put that one on the shelf already. Um, <laughs> wow, love that, love yeah. that. No, I, f- I understand about looking beyond Argentina. I'm with you. I, I think they beat Argentina, no doubt.
Yeah, but we can't, like everyone says, we can't take them lightly. I mean, it was only, what, a year ago that they beat us at home. Um, so they are a dangerous side, but I think we'll win that. And the big one for me is the, the Cricket World Cup. You know, to, to have them running together um, and the way both teams are playing, um, you, you'd have to give us a chance. I'm with you. So Good chance. telling me there's a chance. Chris there's Harris, we'll hear chance. more of your dulcet tones over summer, mate, on SCNZ. Thanks so much, mate. Go enjoy your day. Appreciate it. Brilliant. Thanks, Daniel. Always a pleasure. Thank you for the compliment. Frank Noblo, I'll take that. Wish my golf game was like that. It's absolute mud, Harry. I'm sure your game's pretty decent. Chris Harris, uh, the former New Zealand One Day International Test player, just one of our very best in coloured clothing. Brilliant player. Um, great insights, as you would expect, from Harry.